and again, importate. Hashtag anal. WVAG Vag TV. Hi. Hi, Eric. It's Eric's been, been replaced with a sexier, cleaner model. Yeah, I, I noticed. My goodness. I've also Shiny. upgraded his voice box pattern. Oh, my. Speech box emulator. That explains my hard nipples. Box speech Don't emulation. mind me while I adjust my crotch cumber. The frequency of your nipples is bothering the new Eric. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, it's going haywire. Uh, 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 no, it's just me, though. It's been me the whole time. Oh, no, it yeah. is, Eric. I don't know how he made the smoke come out of his ears, but that was incredible. Um, Two thumbs just... up from J-Pro on those smoke effects. Yeah, and he got, somehow got some smoke to come out of my jeans as well. Oh, wow, yeah, no, yeah, I noticed that now. Isn't, aren't you surprised that I'm wearing jeans? Yeah, that I'm surprised by that, but you're wearing them over your arms. <laughs> And you're naked from the elbows down. You never said how I had to wear I them. I did. I did not. I, I just said... Eric. You said, Eric, put those jeans on now. That's exactly right. I, we should have turned the microphones on just a little earlier. and you, The listener could have caught that. But yeah, all I did was say, uh, <laughs> put your jeans on and didn't specify on which body part. So joke's on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually used to do that when I was a child. If my mom would say to do something like that, I would have done something like that like just put my sweatpants on my arms mm-hmm. or like over my head just a joke with just to be like well you didn't see you didn't yeah. specify e- mom yeah and man so what if, you're saying is you're still a spoiled little brat yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying all right yeah no that's fine i uh i also didn't stipulate stipulate that spoiled brats couldn't be on the podcast so no you didn't and Jokers for any of you, mo- any of the mothers out there listening, and you have a smart ass child like me, I will offer you some um, advice how to deal with these children. Only if you share this episode, though. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> little, all you mothers out there, I'll share this episode. Your elbow, and you give me a Dutch rudder. You know what I'm saying. I I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Just grease the elbow. Bend at the the axis. All right. No, okay. I get it now. Um, So, you know, we're getting a lot of new listeners, you might have noticed. Are are they listening? Uh, Well, no. We we got one new listener who listened to one episode. I think they just get stuck on our Facebook page. Uh, (laughs) Like, they they have uh, front-wheel drive cars with, like, kind of bald tires, and they they get stuck in our front yard. They just get stuck, yeah. On our Facebook page. There's no way out. You know, maybe we should change our our uh, cover photo f- from a snowy know, driveway, a snowy driveway, or maybe like a to paved, like a driveway. freshly paved one. Yes, I right. like it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just saying uh, we got we had a nice nice gentleman uh, who hit me up on Facebook based on a comment I made on Adult Swim thing or something, and he was like, "You seem like a cool dude." And then uh, I was like, "Hey, check out my podcast." Mandy and I were actually curious. What did you say? I don't remember. Or he said something and I commented on it. And and based on my comment, he was like, hey, you should be my friend. And I was like, that's creepy. Why? How do you know me and why are you friending me? You're from like Colorado. And he was like, oh, you just seem like a cool dude. I, I, Facebooked, I, I looked at your Facebook page because a lot of my stuff is public. Mm-hmm. And so he just scrolled through and he was like, you seem like a cool dude. Let's friend it up. And I was like, 
check out my podcast. And then he was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, okay, now we can be friends. <laughs> I can't believe. So I hoard myself out for one listen. I can't believe he, he actually listened. He listened. He, he commented on the, on the episode. And he then did. he got like 13 people to like our page. He must've just invited friends to like the page. And they just were like, Oh, we know this guy. Oh. Like, it's cool. Like he has, we're sheeple. Man. Yeah. Just hit well, like, yeah, just, they're Boop. like, well, we're doing it for him. It's a favor for a friend, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe he just they just thought of it that way. That's the reason we have so many likes to begin with. Like, none of the people that liked our page really listened to our podcast. No. <laughs> Evidenced by the fact that nobody stops in and says anything. And we've, yeah. we've literally yet. begged. We've literally begged, please go to the page and post anything. Now we're trying gimmicks. We're trying to trick our <laughs> listener into yeah. doing our bidding. Oh, uh, dude, I'll... Just, just somebody. Just write a comment. Just write... Anything. Anything. Right. Letter I. I don't care. Yeah, it could be J or K or L. M N or O P. Q R S T U V. Do not put W though. It's just fucking copping out. It's yeah. a cop out. It is a cop out. That, and that's... X is so nineteen nineties. Yeah, we're not generation X anymore. That was like the year two thousand was like the year of the X. It was like twenty O X. Twenty aught. Twenty XX like a Mega Man. Isn't that isn't that like every, a thought? Every Mega Man so, game took place in twenty XX. Did it? The year twenty XX, yeah. You know that that was one series that I always meant to get into. Oh dude, so good. And then I never really I've had one game, but I was such a Mortal Kombat freak that it just I couldn't get my way. Couldn't get I could not get away from the, the Mortal Kombat. The Mortal Kombat. You had you were busy memorizing the 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 moves that you looked up on your 40 minutes of internet per week. Uh, yes, that, that we was talked uh, about two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. I like that segment, by the way. Yeah, 90s internet problems. Mm-hmm. How did you get that really awesome guitar? That, uh, like I, I, I took, took your voice and used it. You had to put some kind of like effect on it. No, you just did that. Wow. Well, then, that's some great Foley work. <laughs> yeah. I'll put that one in my portfolio. Incredible. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, so, oh man, Mega Man, okay? So that game, first of all, it was the first game that I can remember where you didn't just start at level one and start going from left to right, okay? You started out at a, at a select screen and you could select which guy you fought first. So you could choose whatever level. It was kind of like Mario Brothers 3 did that later, I believe. You guys can check my math, but I believe Checking. that Mega... Mm-hmm. Checking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's checked. Verified. Math checks out. Yep. Um, so Mega Man, you could choose your stage. And I only played Mega Man 2 as a kid. That's the only one I had, but I fucking loved it. And it's the best music I've ever heard in a video game to this day. Like, incredible rockin' music. Was it like some, like, 8-bit shit? Dude, it was rockin', <laughs> serious rockin' rock. Like, it was definitely <laughs> rock and roll. Awesome. Okay. I'll have to bring some up just so you can hear it because it's fucking fantastic. Okay. But, um, and there's actually a couple of Mega Man cover bands that are incredible too. One's called the Megas and they actually put like <laughs> lyrics to the songs and they made like, they, they made like backstories for all the enemies and shit. And it's, it's so good. It's so that, good. That is pretty cool actually, because it's not just like, Hey guys, I had a great idea. Let's make them. Mega Man cover band. These guys were actually like, you know what? We love Mega Man so much. We're we're not going to just like emulate the songs. 
mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, we're going to basically, you're almost, what, what, what is it when you make something like a god? Uh, you're, deify it or? Yeah, basically, like. Mm, god, put me on the spot. You make this your life, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and you write these great tales about him, which are the songs, the lyrics. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they made it epic. And there's one mm-hmm. song, there's one enemy called Quick Man. And it's one of the hardest levels in any video game I've ever played. There, there's like lasers okay. flying all over the place. Like you have to like drop down through the levels and there's lasers flying. Can I guess his power? Sure. He's really good at making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No. Quickly. Yes. Okay. That's it. <laughs> He's not really good at it. They're just really fast. They're yeah, sloppy the sloppiest, as fuck. Like, dude, the worst. there's peanut butter and jelly all over. <laughs> Luckily, my dog Toby's here. He can lick it up. He he takes uh, one piece of bread and just slams it through some peanut butter and then slams it through some jelly and then slams it against another piece of bread. It just sprays everywhere. It's disgusting. What's that, J-Pro? Mm-hmm. Huh? What? He's just moving his fa- fucking hands around. It. He's trying to emulate Quick Man. Oh, man. That's not good. Doesn't look anything like him. Uh... St- Stern, pouty face, two thumbs down. Uh, well, this ep- this this song about Quick Man is it's kind of like a western, and it's all about like he's quick on the draw, and it's he, they they said when they were writing it they were thinking about the Dark Tower series, which is one of my favorite series of books by Stephen King, and the Gunslinger and everything. It's such a good song. I'm definitely gonna bring up some Mega Man music. And some some the Quick Man song. Actually, let's do that right now, so you can hear it real quick, and then just comment. All right, let's do it. Two minutes. Let's do this shit. What'd you think? Very digital. Yeah. Very 80s. Super 8-bit. Super 8-bit. But I liked it. I loved it. Yeah? Yeah. It's pretty rocking for a fucking old school video game song. It's like Contra. One of my favorite things was the... uh, Actually, there was two things I wanted to bring up to you. And one of them I already brought up to you, but I figured for the listener, they'd want to know. Yeah, yeah. On mic. Uh... The snare drum kind of sounds like a cat scratching at litter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I was really digging those tom rolls. Uh-huh. Because they're like super digital 80s toms. They're like... Uh, yeah. You know? I can definitely see how this translates well to a, a like rock band, like a metal almost. Yeah, and so bringing that up... What'd you think about the uh, blue man? Or I'm sorry, the quick and the blue. <laughs> the blue, the blue man, the blue man group. What, what would that wait? The blue man, Mega Man group. The blue Mega Man group. Yeah, the blue Mega Man group. Okay. No, it's the Megas. Uh, they they covered it. The uh, Megas. The quick and the dead. Oh no, the quick and the blue is the name of the song. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. I. Uh, it was pretty rocking. Could you read the lyrics from over there? Yes, I could. Because, mm-hmm. dude, your screen is massive. Is the size of your your wall? 
That's that's my small screen. Sean had his wall removed and a TV put in where his wall Just replaced was. replaced with an HD TV. Yes. Um, sometimes Mario Lemieux, the owner of the Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins, asked Sean if he can borrow his screen to uh, broadcast games in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they just pretend like they're shining it on the side of a building, but it's really just yeah. a TV. That's why it's got such high fidelity. Eric. I know. So you like the lyrics too? I, I thought the lyrics of that song were fucking awesome. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to contact the Megas. We're going to see if we can get the song in at the end of this episode. If we okay. can, if we get their permission, or maybe we'll just do it, go ahead and do it. And if they tell us we don't have their permission later, after I, uh, I'll ask them now. But they might come back and say no, in which case I'll remove this entire part and that song, and nobody will know this ever happened. But if it works, then you're going to hear at the end of this episode, I'm going to put in a little bit of the actual <laughs> quick man stage background music. Eric, that's why they invented editing. I know, but it's just so funny. You're like, this is the this is spur of the moment thing. This is it. This is good. <laughs> why? What do you... I, I mean, it's just like... I'm, just, I'm excited. We shouldn't talk too long then about this because it'll cut out a lot of the... We're just going to have to run long, Eric. We're uh, just going to have to run long if we do this. But I'm going to I'm gonna get a little bit of the quick man. I'm going to put that in, and then you can check out the quick and the blue, and it's the megas, and they fucking rock, and I love it. And actually, the like I said before, the song also is inspired by one of my favorite ever book series, which combines every genre of book. It's got sci-fi. It's got time travel. It's got the like westerns it's got like contemporary fiction in new york city it's got every single thing magic and science you name it robots to spells it's got all of that in one giant book series and it's fucking amazing the main character is a badass and what's it called it's called uh the dark tower tr- series oh i've heard of these yeah joe yeah. has read them andrew's read them uh J- jones has read them everybody in our in our group has read them brian's read them he loves them except for me um and and eric is the last one to not even crack one of them but i should just borrow you the gunslinger because it's a badass book and he wrote it when he was 19 and they didn't write another book for like over 10 years or something maybe 20 and then he came back and wrote the next book and then he st- like waited like another like five to seven years to write the next book something crazy well so people who were like following this finally were like holy shit when's the next book coming out like literally it's a decade at a time well i hope that you're not expecting the book back for a long time because it takes me a while to read books yeah you just yeah. don't do it yeah i'm always doing shit so unless i'm like you, you ever know, re- you ever take a nice long luxurious poop i do so, I, that's your time. That's your reading um, time. I'm telling you, dude, I have I have had made many a leg fall asleep reading books on the, on the shitter. I was known for my long shits as a kid because I would take a book in there and everyone's like, "Well, I hope you guys didn't need to go to the bathroom because Sean's taking a book in the bathroom. Oh, He's gonna shit no. for two hours and just like let the poop crust over his butthole." <laughs> Mom, I'm having a hard time getting the <laughs> shit off my asshole. We use the ice pick, honey. That's what it's in there for. Oh, gross. We used to have one of those. And a butthole ice pick? A butthole yes, pick? Yes. Gross. No, but one of those those water picks. Oh, not a water pick. I said ice pick. Uh, oh, oh, ice pick. Like a like a metal Damn, sharp tool. That's dangerous. I thought you were just like use like kind of like a mini bidet. They just like squirt. That would have been fantastic. I had to use a sharpened rusty metal tool. Uh, and with a with a wooden handle. Your like mom refused splinters, to no get less. you a tetanus shot as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's why my middle name is Tetanus. <laughs> Sean Tetanus Ber- Bergeron. <laughs> Sean Bergeron? Is yeah. that Tom Bergeron's son? It's uh, Billy Bergeron's nephew. Oh, wow. Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy from, Bergeron. Oh, yeah, from way back. Billy Bergey, they called him. <laughs> the Berger. Willie the Burge. <laughs> the Burge. The Burge. <laughs> um, Should I turn yeah. my Berger off for now? Yes, you're Berging too hard. Should I, I shouldn't Berger on then? I was going to say... Car! Bef- before you Berged. Berger on! Berger on! <laughs> so that's a Wayne's World joke. I hope I that our it. listeners are over 30 because otherwise they didn't get that. Huh? They're left there scratching their heads. They're like, I'm 29 and a half. I don't get it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I just threw much shade at anyone that's slightly younger than me. Slightly. And, and Well, everyone that's really younger than me, they're good. Anyone that's kind of younger than me, safe. But someone slightly younger than me, I'm going to remind them every day of how young they are. They don't know shit about the world. <laughs> just hold it over. Goddamn stupid kids. <laughs> yeah. You young kids will believe anything. So I, I was going to say that uh, when we were kids, we had a water pick. And one thing we used to do is, is like my brother would always like pound on the door. Like, come on, I'm going to get in there. And he'd always like try to bully me around. So I would like unlatch the lock and I'd say, okay, come in. But I'd have the water pick ready and I would just squirt him in the face with the water pick. Uh-huh. And then he'd get pissed and slam the door, and I'd lock it again, and then I like, continue brushing my teeth. And then he's out there like, poof, 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 poof. "Come on, you asshole! We're gonna be late." And I'm like, "All right, here." And I'd unlock the door, and he'd go to come in again, and I'd squirt him in the face with the water pick. Oh my god! Uh, that was for your bunghole? No, it's for your teeth. Oh, good. I was hoping you guys weren't using. But it we at did all. use it for our bungholes. Did you? Yeah. You bunghole it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm like, hey, Chad, can you get me? That's my brother. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, can you get me? And I'd bend over. He'd water pick me. I'd water pick him. Yeah, good old family water picking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on down to the water picking hole. <laughs> <laughs> the whole town yeah. comes down and they're pump, they're hand pumping it. <laughs> Yeehaw! We got 15 teeth between all of us. Oh, it's a new record. Yeah. Now we're going to set the Guinness Book of World Records for the most teeth in one town. Welcome to Maple Valley. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> oh man welcome welcome uh, to syrup dan and there's just a guy in the background with one of those rocking um railway things on the railroad tracks you know where they just like go up and down yeah they're like hand carts or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, and he's just like creeping by oh dude that reminds me not to change the subject on all of a sudden but i'm gonna change the subject okay. all of a sudden. this segment is called changing the subject all of the sudden or all of a sudden, is it? All of a sudden. All right. So did you see uh, there's a video going around of this dude that brings out what looks like just a, like a wooden pallet. And, he, and it's got wheels on it. And he fires it down on, like, you see a small light train go by. And then he just fires it down onto the tracks and just kind of skateboards away down the tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did see this. Dude, if I lived in Beachview, that'd be me all day long. For some reason, I think that might be a bit dangerous in Pittsburgh because the because it's the on slopes. The st- oh yeah, yeah. Well, where the train is, it's not that bad. I mean, I wouldn't go down Arlington, but <laughs> <laughs> that may be a new event. 
Dude, that'd be the, the crazy. The Pittsburgh gnarly. bobsled team. Oh man, that would be awesome. Think if about someone could this. Make it down Arlington and then make that turn onto that bridge. Now, children, we are not advising you to do anything if like there that. are children listening to this podcast let me just stop real okay quick and stop just, the tape this is a, J this Pro? Is a public service J, announcement. J Pro, stop the tape no no no. continue taping no he's taping a present i'm trying to get his attention uh, 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 he's taping a christmas stop stop taping that. i don't know why he's taping a yeah, christmas you're right present. i didn't look it's over but now that two, i see it's three weeks after christmas it's so weird that he's doing that all right and the sound it's making is stereotypical tape all under the podcast i didn't notice until you said something all right so J Pro, stop the tape so if there are children listening to this podcast, I just want to stop and, all right, kids take a break. Parents, listen up. You are the lowest form of life ever. You are worse than pond scum crossed with seaweed poop, okay? Yeah, I, I went there, Eric. I used a four-letter word. Oh, man. All right. You're going you're gonna to let your kids listen to this podcast after we time and time again have said this is not for this kids. This is why your life is filled with poo. This is exactly with poop. right. W- what part of in poor taste do you not fucking get? Get it through your thick goddamn skull, you worthless, child abusing. <laughs> I went there. <laughs> Stitch using. That's right. Sons of B words. Okay? All right, kids, come on back. Kids, come on back. Let's continue listening. Okay. Wait, did I just invite the kids back? <laughs> Kids, get the fuck back to bed. Go to bed. I don't care what time it is. <laughs> but I just woke up. I don't care. Get your tiny little snotty noses, rug rat asses back in your fucking beds before I stabbed you with an ice pick that I used dead. to pick the shit out of my own asshole. What is that? Our dad senile. He says one thing and then he says another. I don't know who, which kids are saying that, but I don't have any kids, so they're definitely not talking about me. Yeah, that's what I mean. You, then oh. you're like, you think you have kids? You might be going senile. I don't have kids. You said you like, God damn it, kids. Oh, no, the kids that are listening to the podcast. Oh, well, there shouldn't be any kids listening to the podcast. That's you just warned the adults. That's my point. <sighs> All right. That's why I told him, get Should the fuck Should I set the, bed. the adults down now? Right now. Okay, listen yeah. up. Tear into them. Kids, go draw a hot bath. Mm-hmm. When your parents aren't looking. Sure. Now, parents, you suck. Yeah. Listen up, parents. First off, you don't like any of our pages. Hasn't been liked once yet, Not you yet. son of a bitch. Quit doing your chores. Mm-hmm. Forget your finances. Drop the pen and the checkbook. Yeah, right now. Go to our page. Like the page. That's right. Now, come back. No, first, then you got to comment, I'm sorry for being a bad parent. Yes. Hashtag, oh, this is a new thing. Instead of the kid shaming, we're parent shaming. That's right. Hashtag, my kid listened. That's what you guys are right. I know it's a long hashtag. But I don't have any remorse. You will write a long hashtag. That is your punishment. Yes. You're lucky I'm not the law. I might have called you a dirtier word than a B word. That's a stiff one. I know. So, uh, parents, Mm -hmm. you need to get your shit together. That's right. Shape up. Pay attention. Put both earbuds in right fucking now. Yeah, what is with the dangling earbud? One earbud? I don't care if you're trying to hear the cars when you're crossing the street. Use your (laughs) eyeballs for that. Oh, you're blind? Boo fucking who? We all have problems. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Some of us let our kids listen to podcasts. That's bigger. That's the bigger issue here. That's right. Don't put me on trial. (laughs) So, uh, 
I think we can continue now with the podcast. Um, I hope so, because, boy, that was a close one. Okay, so you were you were saying something about... I don't remember. I got so mad. Oh, wait, that was not cool, bruh. Not cool, bruh. Oh, we were saying, if you were to fly down the hill on Arlington on this thing. Okay, now folks who aren't from Pittsburgh, Arlington is a long, pretty steep hill. I'm pretty sure it's about a mile and a half. It's, yeah. Close. It's 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 got to be over a mile. It's about that, I'll say. Around that number, Mm -hmm. in the ballpark. So. Put your children away. This is, it's a good, what do you think, a seven seven degree grade oh yeah seven percent grade whatever I've, you call it i've put my car in neutral before and, and just coasted down it and you can maintain oh like easy 25 25 20. dude i think you probably get up to 60 if you just let her coast well i'm using my brakes so i don't well, go yeah, yeah, yeah. barreling over the well i'm saying the if you just ball. let her go that car would get it catch up to like oh. 80 90 miles an hour i mean you would be friggin' flying down that hill by the time you got down the there's ball. no way you'd maintain control those turns no, are pretty sure sharp not. Oh. and and plus you have the the problem of there being actual t-track rails in the road so if you catch one of those rails you're going to start sliding anyway yes. and that's going to get you moving in the wrong direction especially just if it's enough if it's a little damp too. if it's a little damp oh boy those things are slipperier than ice so you're flying down this no brakes neutral mode dude imagine doing that on one of these so you're saying just a cart with wheels on the bottom take that's the just cart. wide enough they and it fits in just like the t so how it how would lock has, in how right? has nobody done this yet I saw the well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've, I saw that video. And right. it, it looked like it may have been a uh, European village. Or, yeah, it was or, somewhere in like Denmark or something like that. Yeah, one of them. Uh, one of the peaceful liberal socialist countries. One of goddamn liberal socialist son of a bitch communist Obamacare countries. Get out of here, Jeb. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where did he come from? He just popped his head in, dude. Every time we say anything about socialism, he pops his head in. Don't say anything more about that. Goddamn pinkos. All right, he's gone, I think. Oh, God, why does he have to peel out every time? He peels out everywhere he goes. It's it's disturbing. That's what they do. He's disturbed. He ran out of here quick, and he had the car running out front, apparently, because it just peeled off out of here. What a whack job. Anyway, um, we were talking about how bad of parents you were, rewinding. Okay, oh, yeah, going down the track. The the, the Probably the funnest thing ever until you got to the end. Well, there's no end. It just turns onto that bridge, and then you well, yeah, end turned, up going across the river. Well, right now, it's blocked off by a fence. Well, sometimes, right? Yeah. Sometimes that's sometimes, open. But if you opened it up... Well, right now it is, yeah. If you opened that up, yeah, you would go down... You would hit I that wonder curve. If you'd that make curve's it a, pretty sharp. Going yeah, I don't know if you would... You'd probably have to be strapped in, I would think. Well, dude, that's the game. The game is grip the side of that bitch and don't fly off and hit that fucking fence and basically kill yourself. Man, I and this is like cement walls too that are pretty high, like three foot high, between where you'd fly off and the fence, which is just a rusty. I am still surprised that I've never heard of anybody attempting anything like this because I'm starting to think we should organize it. This sounds um, great. I want to see this. Well, here's a here's a little side note. 
a couple years ago, coming down McArdle, the one time when I was riding my bike up mm-hmm. it, and for the listener in Pittsburgh, McArdle Roadway goes... Or not in Pittsburgh, as it were. Huh? For the listener outside of Oh, Pittsburgh. for the listener outside of Pittsburgh. Pit, that black can't talk. For the listener outside of Pittsburgh, McArdle Street goes up the side of Mount Washington. And it's not super steep or anything, but it's pretty long. And that's over a mile long. Yeah. Oh, definitely over a mile long. Uh, and and it's, it's like, a, again, it's like a 7% grade. It's not crazy a, like a train wouldn't want to go up it. So I've gone down it before. Maybe a 10% even. Uh, and a couple years ago, I had this lady get out of the car. She's like, hey, biker. Hey, biker. I said, what? She's like, 41. I'm like, Huh? She said, that's how fast you were going down the hill, 41. And That's awesome. I really wasn't trying. So she was just following me in the car, and I had hit 41 uh, going down this hill. And Nice. So I'm not sure what time frame this happened, though, but I, I remember after it was freshly paved, I was going up it, and this dude was coming down McArdle mm-hmm. on a longboard. Okay. Crushing McArdle on a longboard probably doing close to 32 like probably like 35 i'd say be in between 30 and 35 is he is he carving down? just carving hard hard carves back and okay, forth okay and at the time i can't imagine just bombing that hill you'd be going 70 by the at the time it was it it was freshly like it was paved like that week yeah and it still wasn't open yet ah so and i was oh, like riding brilliant i was riding up the side i wonder he's cr- just carving yeah and hard. he's going back and forth in both lanes just crushing it and I was thinking, this is that's insane. Like, how you know how are you gonna stop? And that's when I see him getting closer and get, and he finally got in a pretty good view. And I realized that he had a hockey stick with, with a sneaker on the end of the hockey oh, stick, nice. and he was using it as a was hand. Was it like taped on? It was how like was it yeah, attached? it was like rammed into the into the shoe, and then like kind of like taped at the top, and like they tied nice. the the, yeah. the laces around the top. Nice. And I just thought that was genius. That is the smartest thing. You're going to go down McCardo. Okay, probably not the smartest thing to do if if you're not that skilled. Right. But this guy's probably pretty skilled. And he, he yeah. thought about, like, fuck, dude, I'm, I'm going to be doing... You you would burn your shoe off your own right. foot. Right. I'm going to be doing a... Have you ever skated down a big hill and put your foot down to stop yourself? No, because the last time I skated down a big hill... I fell off and stopped myself with my face and shoulder. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty, pretty. I'm uh, I rode BMX. Pretty likely scenario. I, I wasn't much of a skateboarder. Well, I, I tried. Skated I dabbled for years. I I started with BMX and then switched to skateboarding after I broke my collarbone. Not because I was afraid to do BMX riding anymore, but because I was out that summer with my friends and we were just in like a neighborhood with flat, mostly flat streets, which is like in Plum Borough is unheard of. It's like a man-made. Uh, it was a man-made new, new construction neighborhood from like the eighties, which was like pretty new or like early nineties, right? Mid nineties. They put these houses in, they're pretty big and they're fairly well off, but they're like stepped into the hillside. So there's, there's hills, but the roads are all flat because they're all sideways, except the roads between the roads. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the roads, the side streets are going up the hill, but then each individual street was just flat, right? So it was like 
an ideal place for me to learn how to skateboard. So they gave me one of their skateboards and I started skating around and I had a broken fucking collarbone, but it was, you know, it was easy enough. I sure as fuck couldn't grab onto the handlebars of a bike and, you know, hang on and pull yourself toward it as you, as you pedal and everything. Uh-huh. Cause you can only, I can only use my, my, oh, my left hand. Cause I broke my right collarbone. So I can only use my left hand and I'm like turning I, to the left. I always. broke my collarbone twice riding Ooh, BMX. It so. sucks. I know exactly. It's not the worst pain ever, but it's just so, uh, it's like, really inconvenient, super inconvenient. Because they don't do much as far as... Uh, they don't do anything. They're just like, idiot, good luck. I was going to say that they don't do much as far as like warning your idiot friends. Because oh. I remember being in high school and sure. I just had that figure eight strap on. Yeah. And you have a, your t-shirt over it. So yeah. they can't they can't really see it. Mm-hmm. And they just come up and be like, hey, buddy. And like grab your shoulders real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. And Grabbing like, the shoulders oh. in high school was the thing to do. Right. Right, and I'm like, dude, I have a broken shoulder, broken shoulder, and they're like, what? You can't even tell. Why are you? No, I'm like, they didn't give me a sling or anything. They gave me this. Yeah, they don't cast figure it. Figure eight strap. Like if you break your like thumb, the right part of your thumb, they'll put a cast on your whole hand up to your wrist. Yeah, and then people will be like, oh man, what happened? And they'll be super careful. Cool story, bro. But then if you have a sling on, dude, because I just had a sling. That's all I had. Uh-huh. Just straight up the regular like purse sling, like over one shoulder, around the elbow sling. And people just were like, slapped me on the shoulder. And it was just like, oh my God. Like you would just like, the pain would blind you. Why is that a thing in high school? Slapping on the shoulder? Well, no, I understand like if you have a healthy shoulder. Mm -hmm. But people knew sometimes they see you in a sling and they'd come up anyway and just be like, hey buddy. Because high school is the closest to the Darwinian scenario you're in a jungle of other human beings that are all ape-like and young and they're all in their fucking testosterone testosterone's just starting to flow through their body for the first time and they're just like all vying for position whoever can be the coolest in the society they're finally putting use to their penis or you're fucking being super cool somehow by like mouthing off to the teacher or just being just the most nonchalant cool dude there is like with ultra like you rolled a 20 for your fucking charisma and you just like happen to be the dude that everyone wants to fuck and every dude wants to be in high school. Like there's all these different strata and you've got to find your place. So there's a lot of people that would just be like, I'm going to put, I'm going to make you hurt just to make myself feel better. And God knows what their fucking home. Oh man. Like. I mean, there's a lot of bad parents out there and you went <laughs> to school with some of their kids, kids. Yeah. So yes, I did. So like the real bad bullies and shit, it's like they went home and they're, they were raised by their grandparents because their dad's out like doing heroin and riding his Harley. I will admit, I definitely, I was the, the, you described him in that description there. Uh, The the kid that would talk back just to kind of, I didn't necessarily do it to be cool. Yeah. I guess I always had a problem with like authority, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And I just like you're not gonna tell me or or and mouth then, off to the teacher. Yeah. Oh, Dude, that was me all day. In insubordination was the number one thing I got written up for in school. The number one thing I had in school suspension for it was yeah insubordination, like just goofing off, and then the goofing off would get me in trouble, and then they would yell at me, and, and they'd yell back. They oh prime example, they would say quit or uh, quit being a smart ass, mm-hmm. and I would say to them. Well, I guess it's better than being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Instant, or you're in the office, you know? Because not only did I swear, I guess, kind of. 
didn't they didn't. swear at you first? Yes. That's a little... Mm-hmm. My, my teachers never called me a smartass. I'll say that. Oh, I got called a smartass many a moons. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I have so many stories about Mr. Danko's class. The guy's name was Mr. Danko. And he taught physics. And this guy was like... Uh, he was on his way out the door. The next year, he was going to retire. So he was just... It was three o'clock in his mind at all times. You know, the time you leave high school. He was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I've clocked out. This is it. So he just didn't give a fuck. So he would just teach us the wrong shit. <laughs> and like, he was like, he was this old dude with a, just a mustache, you know, like greased hair, like it's the fifties mm. still. And then he wore these like pink. Like not, not, he didn't add some kind of like some kind of whole like firm gel he in might there. have was, i don't know what his morning was routine it greasy like. it was like it looked like he greased it so like or maybe it was like a stuff i don't know whatever product he used but it was like very it was definitely like not like hanging out as a natural hair it was like okay. very under control uh-huh but you know it was like parted from the wayside all the way over he had just just oh maybe he had a maybe he did have a goatee but i i remember no he had a full goatee with the sides connected and the fucking like full goatee and he was all gray hair and he was like he would say like uh uh on that one and uh again what we say is um okay that would be that was literally one of the sentences he said to one day and i'm like you just said nothing for almost a minute. Like that meant nothing. And he put his hand on this thing that jutted off from the wall and he put his, his I was arm wondering, over his head and I, put his finger in his own ear I was across the top of his head into the opposite ear. If that was part of the um, like character or was that just something you happened to start doing or like you <laughs> had some thing. itch and that was the craziest way you could get to it. <laughs> I was trying to get a reaction out of you some way. I, just, yeah. I thought to use some physical comedy. Did I look puzzled? You did. So <laughs> I, I actually, I actually went up to the board the one day and I was like, Mr. Denko, he was describing how he was showing a, a graph and it was a, a bell graph of velocity versus time. So as you accelerated, you would go further over, over a shorter amount of time, you would go further. So your velocity was from left to right. Uh, on, the, on the left of the graph, the graph was distance. And so it was increasing ever more rapidly. And on the bottom of the graph was time. So it was less and less of it was going away as you got more. So I walked up to the thing. I was like, Mr. Danko, if that's a bell curve, if you continue to go faster, you'll eventually go backwards through time. And I, and I flipped it over on itself. Right. And I was like, look, it's time travel, Mr. Danko. And everyone like pretended to believe me over him and just kept being on my side, like being like, no, Mr. Danko, he, that makes sense. What he's saying. Like, <laughs> that's definitely how you go backwards oh, in time. And he was like, man. uh, uh, and he just, he started psychological to, mutiny. He started to fucking freak out. And for the rest of the year, it was me versus Danko. In in like a battle of the wits, and the and he would he had a weird way of saying shit. So one time I was like writing on the board, Mr. Dango, I think it's this, and I would, and a lot of times I would correct him, and it was actually the right answer. But the one time I was like, no, I'm going with this. It's back. It's it's time travel. So I wrote like Danko's theory of time travel and shit like that. It was great. But the one time I'm writing on the boards, and he's and he says to me, "Uh, Sean, uh, uh, just go back to your seat. 
And what he meant to say was just go back to your seat, but he would say dis instead of just. <laughs> it sounds like he says disco. So I started discoing back to my seat. I was disco dancing and being like, disco fever, disco fever. And everybody's laughing their asses off. To this day, people that I see from high school are like, dude, you remember that time you discoed back to your seat because Danko told you that? And I was like, oh, he said man. to do it. That's good. That is good. He told me to. It was, it was some good times. Boy, Mr. Danko. And I ran into him at his door when I worked at Clean Water Action the one day. And it was the most, like, I I divvied out. I was the boss. I divvied out who went to what streets. And I had no idea Danko lived here. And I somehow assigned myself Danko's house. And I got there and I knocked on the door and Danko himself answered the door. And I was like, because I, when I got up to the door, it said Danko on the house. And I was like, there's no fucking way. And I, ding dong, don't you fucking know, it's Danko. And I was like, Mr. Danko. I was like, it's so great to see you. And I was like super nice to him and tried to sell him the whole thing. And he seemed like he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember you, Sean. And I like I could tell he was just trying to be cool because he was like ready to probably knock me out because he's like, I fucking hated you. Right. I made his life hell. It's last year. Now that you're over 18, I can knock your fucking <laughs> right? teeth. In right? You but motherfucker. This, but this guy was like ultra nerd. He was like, like not self-assured enough to punch someone out. So I was like, yeah, I gave him the whole spiel and he came, he left. He seemed like he might be buying it. And he comes back to the door with a $10 check, which is like literally the lowest you could give other than like maybe a $5 check or like a dollar or tell him to get the fuck off your porch. Like $10 was kind of like, you know what? I'm doing something, but it really meant nothing to me as far as my stats were concerned. So I was like, fuck this sucks like 10 bucks, but it was awesome. Cause it was Danko. So Oh, that story took too long. Let's go to commercial. How am I ever going to get a girl with a car like this? It's almost as tiny and useless as my petite pee-pee. Big dicks, huge trucks. Big dicks, huge trucks. Big dicks, huge trucks. Come on down to big dicks, huge trucks. We'll have ladies climbing on your truck just like you've always fantasized. If your early worm doesn't get any attention from the birds, then you need to come on down and climb on up to the biggest old truck that Big Dick's truck sales ever seen. Our trucks are so big, they're not even street legal. The federal government has banned them. Whoa! With a truck that big, maybe I won't have to have a bigger pecker to get a girl. We took one of Big Jim's huge trucks and we parked two S10s in the back of them, pulled out our little tiny baby peckers, and drove around downtown all day. And you'd be surprised how much attention we got from all the young ladies hooting and hollering at our big truck and not giving a damn about the tiny peckers. Oh wow, so you're saying that I could actually get some girls even though I have a belly button where my cock should be? Oh boy. Wait a minute, I feel the change coming on. I'm so badass with my new truck. Oh yeah, I can't stay out of pussy. I'm drowning in it. Thanks, big dicks, huge trucks. You've changed my life. My pecker's still tiny, but my truck is huge. I can finally park my big truck right around back, even if it gets all muddy. Another satisfied customer from Big Dick's Huge Trucks. 
So we only have one commercial today, and uh, that's because, well, Eric's the one who sells all the commercials, and he told me that they said door to door. They can't. They, he couldn't sell any because we didn't have enough likes on Facebook and not enough comments. Uh, That's this is a, this is what customer or not even customers, but people I was going to around door to door in the community. They said they checked our Facebook. Mm-hmm, they checked and, Facebook and, and it's just paltry. And there in our other uh, apps, and they just said that you know you guys don't have enough likes. You can't be trusted. You're probably more likely to be some kind of like. Uh, spy bot or something like that they they came to the door and they said to eric verbatim lay thine eyes upon the field in which i grow my facebook likes and see that it lie barren word for word verbatim man you're for not being there you told me i eric you paint a picture the, the listener knows that i yeah i painted an oil picture literally an oil painting he painted an. I oil painted picture. a whole oil painting. That's no, no, no. It was a, it was a painting of an oil, of oil. Uh, it was an oil a field. Picture of a painting of an oil field. Of an oil field. It was an oil picture that he painted. And it is yeah. that the one you're talking about? Or is it a different one? No, this one was the oh, okay. The uh, motor oil painting of the picture. Oh, you used motor oil. Yes. Nice, nice. That is my favorite. Yeah, I I was inspired by uh, Jackson Pollock. Cool man, yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's groovy. That's you're a hep cat. Yeah. Um so I forgot to tell you this earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. So I got an email from HR. Okay, that doesn't sound great. No, it's not. Uh oh. Um so they said since it's the new year. Okay. We have to be up with our vaccinations. Oh no. And this is going worse than I thought. So we We're gonna get autism, Eric. We might. We just might. There's mercury in them shots. Them dog uh, shots. Well, there's mercury in them there shots. Goddamn mercury! It's a government conspiracy. That's that's not Clemmer Jeb. That's my new character, uh, Prospector Nathaniel. Okay. He's, well, it's a gold rush. It's a- we're not gonna have to take shots. We're not gonna have to get shots. So that's good. But um, since they have like some kind of like. I don't know, half-assed healthcare or something. They, they said we had to take mandatory suppositories. Mandatories. Yes. Suppanditories. We'll work on it. <laughs> mandatory suppositories. Yes. Oh man, depository. I suppository. That's okay. <laughs> Zing. It's been a while since I got some action. What with my uh. girlfriend being in Mexico and all. Mexican problems. This segment is called Las Los. <laughs> I'm being so bad right now. Eric promised to us that he would never speak Spanish, and he just, he just. I did not speak Spanish. Yeah, he just proved it that he would never. He came yeah. that close, though, folks. We almost got him. <laughs> You'll never catch me. I'm the mysterious <laughs> Eric. I'm the mysterious Espanyol uh, speaker. Uh, Espanyol. Oh, you came that close to speaking Spanish. Espanyol. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we've had fun today, folks. You know, there's been ups and downs. There's been ins and outs. There's yeah, didn't been... you have to go down to get your big truck? And then, and climb, then climb up into up. it. Yeah. 
to get into the truck. That was my favorite line of the commercial. I didn't hear anything about, are there rope ladders to get into the trucks? Probably. They're huge. Have you been down there? They said they I've, parked two S10s side by side in the back. That's I, what I assume they I've driven made. past, and they actually had one truck Dude, parked. it takes an hour to drive past that parking lot. They had a truck, one of their smaller models parked over the freeway, and you had to drive under it. Like a bridge? Yes. Oh, my God. Dude, that's insane. I know. I don't know why anybody yeah, needs Yeah, when truck. they drive, you actually have to be on two roads that are near each other, and you have to keep your left wheels in the right lane of one road and your right wheels in the right lane of the next road over so that you're still legal, but you're uh, passing right over the houses and shit. It's yeah, insane. It's a parallel park. You just like push other cars out of the way. Yeah. Or you just smash them. Just roll right over them. Yeah. Parallel park. My ass. Though each wheel takes up an entire lane. There's no, there's no parallel parking. There's no parking it. You just park wherever you want. These things are bigger than monster trucks. These things are bigger than the idea of America. And I'm, we're going to go out on that. I wow. Think. I know. I just you see this? Eyes. Look at the back of my head. Oh, shit. Look at your wall. Oh, my God. Your mind has been blown straight out of the back of your head and all over my wall. And, folks, I know what you're thinking. You're imagining red blood and pink bits of brain matter. Nope. Nope. It's like rainbow colored and sparkly. It's no, like if, you, if you look at it, it's slowly forming... The image of an American flag. Oh my God. And this is made with, uh, this looks like, that's motor oil. Uh-huh. Now that's American right there. That's like Jackson Pollock. And that, folks, is called a callback. And this, folks, was called a podcast. It wasn't a very long callback. It was like the f- a five-minute-ago callback. Yeah. The, this, folks, has been the longest callback of the program. No, I, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. The world's record for the shortest callback. Come on, Sean. Get your game. Get your game together. He's really punching himself in the head. Get your game together, Sean. This isn't an act. This is real life educationist (sighs) podcasting. Well, I don't know about you, but one time I casted it. And I think I potted.
Pecker seemed like a no big deal. Oh, I've been fucking pussies all day, ramming them like the fucking. Wait. I've been jackhammering pussies like it's my job. <laughs> <laughs>